what was the the game that was like a fucking cover shooter with like the real gruff real Gears gruff daddies Gears of War where gruff it's like it's daddies the gruff daddies dude that's all I can think about when I think about what's his what's his name Phoenix I don't remember what the he's, name was he's I don't gruff know gruff daddy no gruff daddy yeah leather daddy um gruff daddies of war yeah with the chainsaw <laughs>What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, the show dedicated to talking about all the poggers things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I am one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam. And I'm Veritas, uh, your neighborhood vampire survivor. Dude, I laughed so hard when I opened up and saw Deadly just came off a binge of that, too. He was playing that so much. I I think I rated Geeks maybe like a month or two ago. And he was playing. Um, and he was playing it. And that was the first time I ever saw it. And it's one of those things. <sighs> this is actually something really quick I want to talk about before that. Because <clears throat> it's something I experience so often. That's always seemed really significant to me. In so many contexts. When you see or experience something for the first time. You have a lens and a particular perspective yeah. on it. It's totally foreign you don't know what anything is. You don't like whatever. Yeah. And then like eventually over time, the more you, there's like a turning point where like you form a mental picture of the thing or you understand the mechanics or whatever. And then all of a sudden you become familiar with it. Yeah. And then it's like very often it's impossible. You can't connect the two. Yeah. You can't it's almost like, like they're pinpoint. Two different, yeah. And I, the, the most vivid example of this was my first day of high school. I'm, you know, I'm like 15 or, you know, 16 or whatever. Um, and you're in this massive building, a bunch of new people, you know, and you're like nervous, you know, yep. like just you're, you're worried about, I mean, God, this is a throwback to like 2004 or whenever yeah. it was. I'm not going to do the math where I'm like. Is my Abercrombie sweater? <laughs> does it look good? Is my hair gel? Did I put right? enough Axe body spray on this? I morning? was just gonna say, did I put the right amount of Axe? We were talking about Axe body spray. Kilo is the best flavor. Uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I just remember like trying to find my first period class and how stressed I was, looking around and not wanting to be late. You don't want to be the fucking nerd yep. who's late, you know. Um, and then I I look back. And it was like that day, I might as well have been a different person in a different building. Yep. It's not like a memory from the same time yeah. in the same place. You know, three months um, ago when you're like just in it and you know where everything is and you're just like tired of school and yep. yeah. So, so vampire survivors back to that. <laughs> um, I remember watching Geeks. Um, I just remember looking at it and being like, oh, this looks really interesting. Like some weird Castlevania shit. Like, yeah. oh, yeah cool and and he was super enthusiastic and basically be like dude this game is awesome it's so much fun and i just remember him like looking up at the timer and being like all right 20 minutes let's do this okay you know 22 yeah. minutes or whatever and uh and i just remember you don't understand anything yeah so you either have to decide to like invest the time to ask questions and to try to pay attention long enough to learn the mechanics and then the more you understand the cooler it gets and the more yeah. interesting it gets and at the time, I was like, it was after a 12-hour stream, and I'm like, nah, you know, yeah. uh, have a great have day, fun. dude. Like, yeah. Have a great stream. I got to go to bed. 
And then fast forward, remember how I was talking about Asmongold Reacts videos? Yep. I was playing three days ago. I was playing Hearthstone in bed at like two in the morning. My laptop is like on my shins and my my iPad is like <laughs> on my lap. And uh, and one of the videos that just came up in the queue was Asmongold was playing Vampire Survivors. I'm like, I'm too tired and lazy to change the video. And then I watched it and it was like, it was just thrilling. It was That's so funny. amazing. Uh, it was entertaining because he every item he'd call by the wrong name, like mispronounce it, and it. He's a smart guy. He yeah. feigns stupidity so often. Yeah. You know, it's kind of funny. So he would uh, he would pronounce everything wrong, and that was just so funny because every time there'd be a new item, I'm like, "What is he going to call this one?" Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then because it's been so hot, I, and I've been pl- I've been actually competing in some. Oh full shoot! Speed, full speed league competitive. I'm way out of my league. I'm literally division one on a team with the best players in the world against the best players in the world. I don't belong there at all. Um, That's amazing, so that, that, though. But this is a long story. Uh, but yeah, so that just takes a lot out of me, and it's yeah. so hot. I'm like, I just need a game where I can just like one hand on the keyboard, just like chill, you know. So yep. I decided to play it, and here I am. I played it for the last like 20 hours straight, dude. Vampire I've heard survivors. it's so Ugh. addicting. It's three dollars. Yeah, <laughs> it's three dollars, and um, and yeah, like it has like it, a thousand plus hours of playability. Yeah, easy. Um, it, it very much reminds me of the Binding of Isaac. If anybody's ever played that, if you like the Binding of Isaac, you'll love this game. In my opinion, it's more accessible than that. It's not. Mm. Binding of Isaac has like a thousand items, and, and yeah, they yeah. all have a million synergies and. It's it it's awesome. Yeah, but which is cool complex. for a different thing. When you want yeah. to turn on the brain and engage, but when you want to turn off the brain and just like vibe with something for hours at a time. Yeah. Vampire so, survivors. But we were talking about this earlier about how there's so many subtle little details in the game that are I can appreciate from a design perspective mm. that really put into perspective how many times how many times while we're playing Tarkov do we say, I really wish this was in the game. I really wish yeah, this yeah. was in the game. I really wish this was in the game. So you think about a game that's been in development for however many years yeah. that you paid $150 for. <laughs> yeah. And there's all these little things that would make the game so much better. And then a $3 game, you know, that was built by one guy. It's a, it's much, you know, of you course. can't compare the of two. Of course, that's a d- different um, games. But you really get an appreciation for the attention to detail. Yeah. It's a million things that you don't realize how good, how good these elements are. Yeah. Unless you're looking at it from the perspective of game design. Yeah. Um, just a bunch of simple little things like with a $3 game, you could, you could picture you have a bunch of items. Some of the items like attack, random directions yeah some of the items attack in the direction of the closest enemy some of the items attack just horizontally and then some of them you know just vertically but or just up or it goes up and then down yeah um and i just remember the more i i would i was thinking like hmm, you know it would be cool if if like you weren't limited to just these basic directions basic directions um and then the more I played and the items synergized together and there's a screen that shows the synergies and all of the 
the quality of life stuff you actually kind of unlock as you go, which is genius because it would be overwhelming. Yeah. If you had a screen with 50 items and it was all blanked out and it all said like item plus item equals some other thing, you'd be like, what is that? I yeah. don't understand. Um, and then if you, but then later on, once you unlock, you get to a point where you unlock some of these quality of life features, but you're to the point where like you're comfortable enough with everything else. Now you're ready to absorb. Like I know that the items interact. Yeah. I know that, that this is the general gameplay loop and, and you're getting comfortable to the point where you could just now start grinding similar like things. It parses the information out to you at an appropriate level. And yeah. you're like, oh, I want to know more about this because you understand everything that came before it already. Yeah, you play the whole game without like a reference to the synergies between items or a map. So you don't even know there's stuff on the map that you can look around for. You just think randomly enemies yeah. come. And then later on, all of a sudden, it's like you've unlocked the map. And you're like, huh. The and then map. You, well, now you can go back to the first level and play it over again because now you have like, oh, there's three items over there, four items over there. And then, then it changes which items you pick up. And oh, yeah, there's a ton that you can learn about That's game cool. design from a game like that. I So far, I haven't found anything. I haven't found anything that. I don't like about it and anything <laughs> and anything that uh, yeah. any of the uh, the ideas I've come up with <clears> like <throat> an hour an hour later that it was proved that was in the game. There's a thing that does an X shape and a thing that does a spiral and you know like and you can combine them all together. So yeah, it's uh, that's it's dope. fantastic. So you definitely definitely would recommend it. Um, I think I'm going to start up a, a little mini series on my second channel, the the Satire V channel, where I'm just going to call it This is the Run, like episode one, episode <laughs> two. This is um, the run. That's good. And it'll be because, the, I mean, I enjoyed watching Asmongold do that. Yeah. And it would just be like the 30-minute run, you know, yeah. unedited. One when or you two runs, die, so. does it like reset all the way or do you have like lives? Like if you die, you have to start everything of, over? Some of the characters have like revives but mm. did you ever play binding of isaac no so uh, did you ever play any roguelike not games? really because once again yeah, tarkov so, is kind of the first pc venture of mine yeah i mean you just start off like level one every yeah there's a bunch of different characters and each one of them has like this one starts off with like a higher fire rate this one starts off with like yeah a melee weapon kind of thing this one starts off with uh you know a a fucking cat that crawls around and does literally nothing, and I haven't figured out what the fuck. <laughs> what does the cat do? That's the most useless shit ever. I, I I know it probably gets amazing, but um, but yeah, and then literally the gameplay loop that I've gotten so far is you basically go spoiler alert, kind of, but not really. You if you can survive, it's time based. Okay. So at oh. like nine, at like nine minutes is the threshold where all of a sudden hordes of like skeletons come, but they're really like you can one shot them, so you yeah. can farm XP and get a bunch of levels, and you know at some thresholds like a boss will come gotcha. that will like they'll like one tap you if you let them touch you, uh, you know, and they're kind of tanky, and then but at thirty minutes, literally like Dracula's like blah, 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 and just eats you when you're dead instantly, uh, like. 30 minutes and two seconds is the longest I've survived. And I've gotten 30 minutes and two seconds like six times. That's insane. 30 minutes. And I bet you now looking back, I'm like, oh, that's what Geeks was talking about. Like 29 minutes and 30 seconds. Like he yeah, was yeah. anticipating, you know, the, the 30 seconds. So, yeah, 
every every time is like this is the run that's awesome this is the run but yeah that's dope that is dope. <sighs> so that's my rant on that i'm tired vampire survivors dude that's great that's sick that sounds like a perfect just like shut your brain off and vibe type of game and you can play it on Mac, so I might even get it on my laptop oh, while I'm lying in bed. Yeah, legitimately falling asleep. Your dude's like up in the corner. That's sick. Yeah, um, I've just been getting my, you know, my my stuff pushed in by Tarkov. Nothing new. Yeah, how's that? How's that been? Nothing new. It's been fine. It's been more the same, same. I actually had a. I was about to lose my mind. My, I was like, just like randomly, boom. Like, like last week, my game like crashed in game. I got this like unity error. I was like, oh, weird. That's fine. And then the next day, it happened like two times during the stream. And I was like, oh, this is frustrating. And then the next day, three times. Yes. And then like uh, two days ago, I crashed. My game crashed four times in one interchange raid. And I was like, I'm going to lose my mind. And then I'll go six raids without it crashing. And then it crashes again. And then it crashes. And then I was playing with tray and i crashed three times in a woods raid and it got to the point where i would like queue back into the woods raid i'd run seven steps and i would crash and it was like this unity crash and i thought it was like a tarkov thing for a really long time but it turned out to be like something with the xmp it's like something with my ram the xmp profile is like i don't know yeah so like i ended up going in like trey was like yo let me hook you up with this guy foves and he'll help wait you. if the game is crashing it's tarkov Dude, it the, it the same exact thing happened to me like a year ago, and it was RAM related to where like he was. I remember that yeah. actually. You had to go in and change some setting in like the bot, not the BIOS. Oh but, well, um, that was different. That was uh, oh, that was okay. I would synchronize or like load loot for like eight minutes every raid, and that was right. like I had to delete yeah, some yeah. random string of code, and it fixed it. But yeah, this was so like I had to. Uh, it's, it's, it was something he was saying, the guy was saying, like, basically, Trey hooks me up with this dude who's, like, optimized his PCs and stuff like that. He's like, I've seen this similar Unity error when there's, like, a RAM issue. Because uh, it was giving me a Unity error. And um, and we rolled back the XMP profile of my RAM a little bit, and that was two days ago, and it hasn't crashed a single time since. But I was, like, getting hmm. ready to lose my mind. Because it's, like... <laughs> you have 10 raids, you die to a one tap out of nowhere, three of the raids, two of the raids you die with no audio, two of the raids you die to crazy desync, one of the raids you die to cheaters, and now the one remaining fun raid I was crashing six times a raid, and I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose it. And I thought oh, it was Tarkov man. too, so I was super frustrated, but, uh, but we fixed it. So that was like, I was losing my mind, bro. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm just gonna go play Star Citizen. But, um, <clears throat> we uh, but then we but then we did that. But uh, as far as Tarkov stuff, nice guy got uh, a little Q and A with him. So I guess Nikita went. So me and Landmark and Clean and uh, <coughs> Trey were supposed to do a podcast with Nikita talking about like gun balance and stuff like that. But then Nikita got sick, and so he kind of went under. And then he popped back up, and uh, nice guy had requested a Q and A a while ago, and he got that. And we might be rescheduling our podcast. So we got some cool juicy stuff there. Other than that, which we can go over in a second, nothing crazy. Um, I mean, we went in, we went in deep in detail with the cheater stuff the past few weeks, so we don't have to talk about that too much. But I've been seeing like 
But the trend is continuing of like I'm seeing more and more clips that I would feel comfortable saying that was blatant cheaters. Like, you know what I mean? Like the flying, the teleporting, the like um, the one I'm seeing a lot is like a bunch of bullets hitting you and like a bunch of damage being applied at the same time where like uh, like Desmond, this happens to him a lot where he's like sprinting and his sprint stride doesn't like, you know how you when you get hit in the leg, you stop. Because like you limp, you're like, oh, you know what I mean? You stop sprinting. He'll be in a sprint stride and you'll see up in the corner, like leg, torso, stomach, head, leg, torso, arm, arm, black, 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 black. And then you hear gunshots and he goes, Broom! and he just falls over dead. But he's just running the whole time. And it's like 11 consecutive hits, just like from somewhere in the universe. It's insane. Does he have, uh, does he have streamer mode on? I don't know. I'd be interested if he had uh, like FPS two on or whatever to see player rtt like if that spiked yeah um because that would be able to determine like that to me either sounds like a huge hiccup in the server yeah um you know like if a guy if a guy ran up to you aim down sights then the server had one of its fucking yeah. sweet hiccups which isn't i mean think about the issue that that we had that we talked about last time yeah around every time you'd shoot it would do the the client would do like quest logic that would make everything yeah. freeze who knows the server could have something conceptually similar for sure um it's so, interesting though like for sure it's always like there are always other circumstances there'll be like a night raid so i was gonna say that or lag switch yeah yeah and that and that's something that i think it, like is at least potential it'll be like a night raid 14 seconds in and it's always like numbers for an account name level seven. You know what I mean? Like that never happens. And, and and Desmond's in a position to be like, oh, that could have been like, it's an EOD account. He's level 47. We're 17 minutes into the raid. Maybe it's always like right off the rip numbers for a name. He's level seven. And you're like, God, like you, it's hard to give the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, and then I saw the craziest clip of all time. Velian was on factory and he had spawned in and he ran up. He was like up on top. Is, is this on Twitter? Running around the field. Uh, yeah. Um, and like 26 flashbangs blew up at the same time. And you know, the little white dot that you get in front of your face. Like if you would look directly, every single yep. flash gave a different white dot. So it was like, it looked like he got full auto shot in the face by flashbangs. You said that was on factory. Uh, is the is, is, Does he have a clip? I need to see. Oh, I see it. Flashbang. Holy yeah. crap. Yeah. Isn't oh that the most insane thing you've ever seen? Oh my God. <laughs> Isn't that the most insane thing you've ever seen? I'm, I literally want to... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, forty, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, something like that. You're talking about about yeah. twenty different twenty flashbangs. Flash you want to know what else is like so scuffed about that? Is a the game processes the duration you are flashed for each one. So he tabbed, went to his health thing, and it was 15 minutes before he was going to be able to see again. It stacks? Yes. 
it literally he would he hovered over the thing and it was like you know <laughs> like eighteen thousand seconds or whatever the hell it was. So he disconnected from the raid, and then another layer is he said before he disconnected from he literally just disconnected. He didn't even try. He was just like screw this. Before he disconnected, he heard somebody by the office voiping. Can any of you guys see? It happened to everyone in the raid. It was just like, and Veli was like, nah, dude, I'm just, I'm just going to leave like just 15 minutes of flashbang, dude. Was insane. So I have, <laughs> I have seen some clips, man, of like these people getting ballsy and, uh, I don't know, bro. It's like, it's like, you can't say it's like, damn, that sucks. You know what I mean? That was like, I was with Velian last wipe when there was the guy who was invisible and like in the walls throwing flashbangs at us. I've got that whole, we were in reserve and uh, he was, he was like hatcheting us like through the wall and stuff like that. One, one thing that just came to mind and there's no way to uh there's no way to like tell yeah if, if this is the case but um i wonder if like how common something like that is in non-content creator games yeah like no, that for real. is one of those things like it's a troll but i can see cheaters like rage spin botting whatever in, in some games like Call of Duty or like CSGO because they're around long enough to get you. Sometimes they just want to trigger people, right? Yeah. Um, they want to get a reaction out of you. Now, in Tarkov, you're not going to get a reaction really out of people. I guess now with VoIP, you kind of can. Yeah. But it's in terms of... Not to the extent of like the yeah, old in, Call in of terms Duty of like and stuff. The reaction efficiency. If someone's got a thousand viewers and you do it to one person that's way more efficient than uh, you know 500 raids with two people in each um yep. that's not to say that you know normal quote-unquote normal non-streamer folks like don't experience things of I just course. my my something i don't know like if, if i just had to guess totally 100 percent speculate i would think that like the teleportation insta kill you know stuff is probably more common and some For of these sure. more ridiculous the flying and whatever is maybe I just feel like those people are incentivized to do it 100% to streamers because it's kind of like advertising in a way um, or flexing or just trying to, you know, get a rise. It's 100% advertising because once again, we talked about this last week. If you target streamers, then you can convince people that it's really bad, that it happens all the time. And then that's when you create this divide where you get people who play the game super casually and don't stream seeing like, I've only run into like a few sus encounters that, that I'm aware of, you know what I mean? And then you have other people who are like, if you don't agree that there are cheaters in every single raid, you're literally stupid and nobody loves you. And it's like, yeah. it's like, this is exactly what they want. Everybody like fighting over this because everybody, you just get stomped down and it's like, it's bad. They're in every raid. Shut up. You're an idiot. And then it just, all that does is convince more people that there's more cheaters and convince more people to maybe cheat. 
I'm not saying that there are, once again, as always, I'm not saying that there aren't cheaters. There obviously are. And it's, and it's, I would say it's probably worse than it's been in a really long time, but it's just, it's, uh, it just, what I'm saying is I agree that it makes sense that they target streamers. Yeah. And it's, I, uneventful gaming actually had a really good point that it, it forces people to either disconnect or they, you know, they get killed by other players or scabs. So like, you never see their name. Yeah, you can't, you know, report, you can't them. report them. You're not going to kill can't. them. They're not going to kill you. Yeah, so that's another interesting take uh, and a, a really, really good point. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there was shit. There was something else I was thinking too. Um. About like normal. Oh yeah. So, um, and then that would explain, you know, the people targeting. A higher percentage, even if it was like 70% are to target streamers and, you know, 30% yeah. are for everyone else. I mean, that would explain why some people are like, uh, you know, I don't experience them, you know, whatever. 100%. Uh, but then the other the other element, God, I, I lost it. And then when I was t saying the last thing, I remembered what it was. And then you and lost then it again. while I said the last thing, I lost it again. Um, oh, man. Oh, okay, right. So, you know, all the people that say, I haven't experienced any sus encounters. So, how often when you're playing Tarkov is, like, someone running, they don't see you, and you just have, like, a Val day, and you go, like, tap, and one tap in For the head. Sure. I mean, how many, how many montages have you seen from streamers of, you know, people 100%. doing that? It's so common. There's nothing sus about that. Correct. And yet, Think about it. A cheater could go and do that to everybody in every lobby all the time. Hundred percent. And if everybody, if everybody had the the logic of, well, that wasn't sus, therefore there's no cheaters. Yeah. I mean, it, it, both sides of the logic are bad, right? If hundred percent. If if every time you get one tapped, you just assume, oh, that was a cheater. He had well, radar. That's obviously ridiculous. But all the people that are like, I haven't experienced anything. Like it's you guys are exaggerating. It could be that you that there yeah. are situations that are maybe somebody with more experience and more game sense might have more context as to why something was suspicious. But uh, I agree completely. But the problem is, is you have people tweeting. I literally get fly hacked people reading me my social security number every raid. And yeah, then no, somebody goes, I haven't experienced that many sus encounters. And then the response to that poor guy is like, you're an idiot. You're stupid if you don't know how many times you've gotten cheated on. And it's like, you guys are talking about different things. If that dude had somebody run up to him and read him his in-game name and his KD and fly hack, he probably wouldn't be taking to Twitter to be like, I haven't had many sus encounters. He'd probably be yeah, yeah. recalling the blatant cheater. So... Sus encounters is hard because exactly with how screwed up this game is, the audio is, all that kind of stuff, it's like sus encounters are almost impossible to know because with if you're decent at the yeah, game, if you have decent map knowledge and radar, exactly like you said, you could probably go forever because just don't swing corners pre-firing. Just position yourself to where like you're out in the open and you know where they're going to be and then shoot them in the head with the Valde. Exactly. But like that's the divide. That's the frustration is that People go to Twitter and be like, it's blatant, like the worst stuff I've ever seen. People reading me my KD. And then people are like, I haven't had that many. 
and, and then we end up talking about two different things. Yeah, well, of course, that's the whole point is like, if I don't know I died to a radar guy, I don't know that I died to a radar guy. So I'm not going to say I have. You're saying you have. You're saying you do die to cheaters every single raid or five times a night. So the guy that says it doesn't happen to me, I completely concede and agree. It probably happens to him more than he thinks. But yeah. like we jump down those guys' throats so hard when most of the time the original poster was the one making stuff up or exaggerating or at least not empathizing with the fact that maybe not everybody gets fly hacked every other raid. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I agree. Everybody on all sides are all fucked. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you're not directly in the middle on this one, then you're probably wrong. Yeah, 100%. Um, because you you just can't know. So um, unless unless you do a statistical analysis and you poll 100,000 people and analyze video evidence and then do another analysis yeah. based on back-end data that you get from Battlestate, like, you just can't know. You just can't know. Um, yeah. So, and as much as I hate people jumping down the throat of people, like, I haven't experienced anything sus. It's, the, it's also the same thing when... You know, if someone like Desmond gets targeted and he, yes, or or even me, you know, I I did not call cheats very often. I I never felt like there was like maybe a week period of time where it felt like people were targeting me, and I had numerous people send me screenshots from discords and forums, being like, "Yo, this is Veritas's raid code. Yeah, I fucking killed them. LOL." Like, yeah. So objectively, I have been targeted. Yeah, uh, you know, back in the day. Although I'm sure it's not to the extent of, you know, more popular, you know, more larger viewership. Yeah. Tarkov streamers or whatever. Um, but the people that say th they jump down someone's throat when they are like, that was sus as hell. Yeah. And they're like, dude, all you do is scream cheats. A hundred percent. Every time you fucking die, you're a crybaby, blah, blah, blah. And it's like. I there never, I are, play all day and I never run into cheaters. Yeah. yeah that's the other ridiculous that side. That is the other side of the coin, 100%. Of the coin, yeah. Um, because there, there were a lot of interesting situations where I was like, that was sus. And it was for very, very specific reasons that are invisible to many people, right? Like, if I've been in 10,000 encounters, you, you get an idea for what people do and, and what are the tendencies. Yeah, for um, sure. And even when they, even if they outplay you, they do something that makes sense, but that you didn't expect. Yeah. It's when people do the things that don't make sense when you, when, you know, someone with a lot of experience in the game, I'm, I'm smarter than I am good at the game. Yeah. Uh, I, feel know, I, I feel that. I feel that. When I when I you know used to win fights, it was almost always because I would outthink and outplay people, not because I would necessarily outshoot them. You yeah. know, like I would I would lose to Desmond in a one v one quick draw <laughs> headshot yeah. match every single time, yeah. right? But um, but there are plenty of times where I beat people that were better than me. Uh, like I remember beating um, War on a, a bunch of times, and it was because I had to I had to try to big brain the encounter yeah. by doing the thing that I, I knew that he was so good and had the game sense to predict what most people do. Yes. And I would do the one thing that would, would 
put me at the advantage yeah. had he acted as if I was going to do the obvious thing. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You can um, do the thing that's out of control that you have control of. You're like, I know he's not going to predict this. And because of yeah, that, it, I can regain control of this fight. Yeah. Yeah. And when you do that, like, you can't convince me that the fucking number in their name, white name, the level seven player was playing 7D chess and knew that I was going to do the thing that only, you know, like, no way, no yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they would do the one thing that would counter that. 100%. And, and again, it's contextual, right? Like, I, I can't just say that and have anybody believe me, but there are lots of situations where it's like, that. It was it, this was sus because of these three or four reasons that someone watching without context, without the same experience or game sense might not realize yeah was again that's not to say that they were cheating 100%. but that's just that's just why i was like something felt wrong about that and a, like a, a there's a huge uh, number of those experiences that i was able to get confirmation later on that they were banned or i talked to them afterward and they told me they were cheating and i talked to them either in game messaging or outside of the game or even the the streamer from back in the day that uh that I've talked about before that oh, I yeah. haven't given details on and will never give details on. They they don't play Tarkov. It's completely irrelevant. Um, but uh, but yeah, like I remember watching all of those things and and there was like maybe I had a list of like 25 red flag. Like the why you did that specific thing was weird. And each one of them is like you can have plausible deniability about why did they go to that one bag and there were seven bags that they didn't loot. I do that every now and then, and every now and then I get lucky and get the one thing. But when you do that, you go from one bag, skip 20 bags, grab another bag, skip seven bags and get another one, and you got a roller, a Bitcoin, and you know, the quest yeah. item the quest item that you needed. That's when it's like, okay, one tick in the extremely sus box, Yeah, and then they go out of their way from fighting some PMCs, and then they kill some PMCs, and then go and completely relocate and kill a player scav halfway across the map and then they've got a graphics card in their backpack and it's like like things like that don't make sense right yep. um but uh yeah there's just so many things that people people have the whole one-dimensional view on if they didn't clip fly through the wall insta 700 yep. cat me and my alton with nine mil bullets while voiping you know this is your blood type and your mother's maiden name 100 percent then they're not cheating. A hundred percent. And exactly. And I think the point we're trying to make is that cuts both ways. Where like, yeah, people are like, if he didn't, yeah, actually read you your social security number, he wasn't cheating. And then you've got people on the complete other side of that that like die exactly to the guy with the VPO and the Valde that he just didn't see. And it was like, that's sus. You know what I mean? I'll, yep. I'll report it just in case. And it's like, dude, what? And 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 then back to your original point too is like, you're absolutely right. Like I get frustrated when these streamers or when these people jump down the guy's throat, who's like, I haven't had any sus encounters. Like I get frustrated when people jump down their throat. The flip side of that is 100% true where it's like, you are like, man, that was weird. Or like, that was crazy. I'm going to report. And the, and the guy's just like, no way, dude, all you do is cry cheese, get better. Like he just out aimed you. Like that is equally as frustrating and as ridiculous uh, and, and it is a completely unwinnable thing. Like, it's crazy how many, like, sleeper agents there are in chat. Like, normally, I'm a super chill about it. Like, you know what I mean? I'll die. Chat will be like, sus, 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 sus. And I'm like, dude, it wasn't sus. Like, it could have yeah, been this. Yeah. It could have been that. 
but this there are sleepers, dude. There are sleepers. Where like today, I was playing with geeks, okay, and uh, we were, you know, on the back of an interchange on the backside of Ollie. There's the two ramps that lead down to where power is, where the flip the button. And we were up on top, and we were like, let's see if there's anybody down on power. And then running alongside by power, we hear two footsteps. So we both like go crouch mode. I'm up against one of the sea cans, and Geeks is like way back. Like Geeks can't see the grass anywhere. He can't see the floor. He's up top. And these guys start voiping and they're like, we know you're up there, which I was like, fine. We were walking around like they probably heard us. We heard them. They heard us. Easy money. And I was like, is this customs? Like I was just being all weird. And then Geeks just runs away. He goes, oh my God, bro. He was like, yo, I'm hit. I'm hit. I didn't, there were no gunshots. I didn't hear any gunshots. I was like, what the heck? And, uh, and I look over at Geeks' stream, and this is what's weird. His entire PMC, every limb, is at like 15 to 25% health, but no limbs are blacked. No rounds can do that. Like, if you get hit with a rip round or magnum, the reason the rest of your body goes red is because it blacked the limb and then applied a bunch of extra damage. Yeah. And um, I was like, it could have been a nade. But there was no audio. There was no nade animation. No grenade comes up. There was no explosion marker on the ground. There were no shrapnel hits. Geeks. Well, there was also no. I mean, there was nothing. There right? was nothing. And then, and then the guy who's underneath, who has absolutely no vision on where Geeks is, goes, "Did I hurt your friend? How bad did I hurt your friend?" And we were like, what the hell? And then he just like runs up and kills us both. And I was like, man, I was like, that's crazy, dude. And I was like, chat, I was like, either the game completely cucked us there, like just like out of control with like a bunch of stuff that we didn't ha know what happened or that, that sounds sus. or that guy was cheating. I was like, yeah. I was like, I'll report him. And then you get all these sleeper agents that go, oh my God, bro. He could have had a teammate up on the roof of this building and he could have just sniped you. And I was like, you didn't say literally 0% chance. I will bet my children's life on it that he was cheating. Exactly. I was like, it's statistically <laughs> extremely unlikely. Yeah. I was like, dude, we were standing here. We literally could hear them because they're down there talking to us. Geeks just like dies kind of, but not really. And then the guy's like, oh, did I hurt your friend? And, and the guy had no angle on geeks and my response was like i don't know man maybe the game got us there or maybe this guy's cheating i'll report him and the sleeper agents just like wake up and i'm like dude tell me you don't tell me you do that there tell they me they weren't watching they were just waiting yeah. for chat to say sus and for the streamer to tell me you give 11 benefits of the doubt it could have been the game no audio it could have been a nade it could have had an additional teammate it could have been a weird angle it could have been a, a special round uh, that nikita put in the game you know just for them it could have been this and it could have been that totally if all those things happened that makes sense and it wasn't sus yeah but what you know what i mean like <laughs> you know it's just insane dude it's just insane so there yeah there's two more things there um one just to get out of the way because i know some people in chat mentioned it and i know people in the youtube comments section are going to say it like oh the replay system we've talked about this a million times here's why a replay system doesn't fucking do anything one because legitimate players using sound 
or who have amazing aim yeah. are going to look like they have aimbot or wall hacks to a huge percentage of people. Yeah. So right there, you have people that are going to be convinced based on the replay system, 100% convinced people are cheating when they're legit. And then if you are, I just mentioned the, a, a streamer who I know was cheating, who doesn't play the game anymore and who admitted it to me and was banned from the game. They literally streamed themselves cheating for a couple of months and nobody called into question. Yeah. So that right there should be proof enough that like a replay system isn't going to do anything because if you can go on for months cheating, having yeah. an advantage without keying people off to it, um, then that and also again, means that you can cheat in a replay and have it not look yeah. sus. So you're just going to have false negatives, false positives. And again, um, it comes back to like the world of cheating is too wide. And we constantly, not you and I, but we, the community, constantly try to simplify it down to its most simplest forms. There are people whose like borderline living is flying under the radar. I want to cheat on this account as long as possible to make it as profitable as possible selling RMT. And these are the guys that like let players go and don't, you know what I mean? Avoid PVP when necessary, uh, use their radar. Like, like imagine a guy with radar who doesn't want to kill anybody for fear of coming across sus and getting their name they're gonna reported. Look like a coward. They're going to look like a rat, but yeah. they're going to be sucking up all the loot. And if a replay system doesn't show you exactly what loot, they're just going to look like a guy looting. Now, on the flip side of that, I would love a replay system to like when stuff is crazy, like when the desync is really bad, I'd love to be able to see that dude's perspective. And it's like, oh, on, on his end, yeah, I was just standing out. you know the replay would be scuffed. For sure. The replay no, would be I know. completely scuffed. But I'm saying like the, the outcry for a replay system or to catch people who were are flying around or teleporting. A lot of the times the guy's trying to teleport behind you. Like a, a deadly had this exact thing where like deadly once again the most chill non you know accusational guy. Uh, it it uh, my opinion was that some dude teleported behind him. Like even like I was like that you literally just searched that place time and raid like you said all of the thousands of hours that inform. But there was like this argument in chat for so long about like who was right and who was wrong and no you just didn't check that corner good enough. And it's like in those situations, you could totally catch that behavior and report. But to say that all we need is a replay system that would fix cheaters is absolutely ridiculous. Um, I think it'd be a cool thing to have in the game for a myriad of reasons. It could help that. It would be cool for cinematography. It'd be great to learn and stuff like that. I'm not saying it's like a 911. I'm not saying... No, that's... That's the natural progression of but the conversation yeah. is people say replay system will solve cheaters. And then I go through and explain how for sure. it's not going to solve cheaters and it's pointless. And then everybody goes, what the fuck, dude? There's all these other uses for it that are yeah. useful. Why are you against the replay system? It's like, I'm no, not. you're not. Yeah, you can learn from it. There's all these great things. We're not talking about. No, that. we're talking about Nobody the people that say that's yeah. how Nobody's we get rid of cheaters. We didn't bring up the replay system without any context yeah it wasn't just like what do you think about a replay it was always it's always in the context of cheaters yeah 100 percent of the time it gets brought up in the context of cheaters and then it gets co-opted for oh well but i could learn from for it sure. and i i want to see where i got killed from so i can get better and yeah um there's one more one more thing i'm going to toss toss in chat here um 
feel free to go to Breaking Skulls Twitter. But oh. did you see that that clip where he was walking around in customs? Oh, this is one yeah. Of those, mm-hmm. This is another one of those situations where the guy is a hundred percent certain it was a cheater. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he reported it. He probably whined on Twitter. You know, whatever. And and you know, he probably is not in the same sphere as Breaking Skulls, so he probably won't even get to see this side of things. Yep. Um, unless I don't know that Skulls picked up his tag and put it in. Uh, if it was like in the video or anybody yeah. saw his name, uh, maybe it was. But uh, but he's Skulls is just running over to um, the fortress over on Customs, and all of a sudden you hear like Ugh, on his left, just a really subtle like breath sound or yeah. something. Oh yeah, they, he has the guy's name. I'm sure he probably got eight billion messages. <laughs> <laughs> from people who were like, yo, check out this tweet, get fucked. Yeah. Um, but uh, so then all of a sudden, Skulls was like, yo, what was that? And if you watch the clip, you can hear the guy. You can hear the noise. Yeah. I, I instantly would have, it would have caught my attention. And I would have, he did exactly what I did. I'm like, I didn't know you could go in that. And he ran up to a door and the door wasn't openable. And he's like, huh. But then he looks up and sees, oh, there's one little stairs. And I've never seen anybody in there. Nobody's yeah. ever in there. That's what the kid probably said. I was there. I wasn't moving. Didn't make any noise. I, you know, I was in a place that nobody ever is. And I, you know what? I'm guilty of that too. There have been times where I've been like in the bathroom on labs, AFK, and then someone comes and hunts me down, and I've been sure of it. It's, you know, it. I still feel like in that particular situation, because of other information, the guy's name, yeah, the level, the fact that it was labs, I had shit on me that was valuable, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um. But it's, but it is, uh, you know, admittedly, it's totally possible that. I made some noise that I didn't hear on my client side yep. or I heard and ignored. Um, yeah. So this whole thing sucks. And 100%. And that's the thing. Like, that's kind of the next point was Tarkov performance, which performance wasn't really the right word. But it, but it's like, it's how all these things go together where, like, once again, there's obvious cheating where it's like, you know, the dude's reading out your name and flying through the map or like visually teleporting or whatever. And then there's this like giant ocean of sus stuff that like feels bad. Depending on how long you've played the game, you might think different things are sus or different things are are less sus. That's the thing nobody talks about too, is a lot of times the people who have the most hours in the game are also quick to say something that their chat thinks is sus, isn't sus. You know what I mean? Where you die and you go, no, he heard my flank. He went over there and G- like, and he tapped me. That was a good play. And they're like, sus, sus, sus. Like nobody ever talks about that. It's like Veritas is such a contrarian. When it's sus, he says no. And yeah. when it's not sus, he- and so, but but what's what's frustrating about that ocean of sus is that like, there's a Tarkov explanation for just about everything. Like that guy was probably so convinced Breaking Skulls was cheating because his client probably didn't, he didn't make that noise. How many times, do, well, you don't play in a duo as much. I can speak to this. So many times I'll be like, bro, your heavy breathing is so annoying. And Seal will be like, what do you mean? Like Seal is like heavy <gasps> on my end, but on his client, he isn't. So many times I've played with a duo and they're like, yo, yo, back up, back up, back up. You're hurt, you're hurt, you're hurt. And I'm like, that dude didn't hit me. And I'll like watch Seal stream and it's like on Seal stream, I'm shooting and I go boom and I get hit in the face. And I'm like, no, he didn't hit me once. You know what I mean? Like there's so many terrible Tarkov things that can explain it. It's the perfect amount of ammunition for both sides of cucking. 
You know what I mean? Where it's like, if you think it's legit, somebody's going to be like, no, dude, I've seen a cheat where he could have had radar. He could have had this. If you're like, I think that's sus. You're like, oh, then somebody's like, oh, your client probably didn't do this or that or this. And it's just like, it's so frustrating. It's so good for the cheaters. And that's what, that's what sucks. Like that's the, the big thing, you know, I just keep saying, I don't know. Cause I don't know. But what I do know is that this game is a wet dream for cheaters because it's the it's such a poorly optimized game, which means just about every sus encounter, somebody can give the game the benefit of the doubt, which is good for cheaters. And it was almost as if this game was engineered with RMT in mind. It obviously wasn't because the reason this game is so good in RMT is also why it's so unique and why people love it. But it is sad that it was like, so it's like this is this game is, I mean, just like literally every, well, every reason for cheaters and it sucks yeah. every, every there's a lot of different kinds of cheaters right there's like cheaters who do it because they you know or at least they claim that they need to feed their families and i'm sure there are some people that are like that yeah um there are some people who like to just troll people yeah and they're like the the ones that either get bullied or want to be bullies um and and need that like power yeah to, they want to trigger people or there's the other people that like want the reward for either like items or for feeling powerful yeah every single like cheating gives you all three of those in tarkov 100 yeah in you this have game, so much yeah. to gain you have so much pleasure and gratitude out of either seeing if it's a streamer or just knowing in messages from the people afterwards or whatever how much they're molding yeah that you've stolen their you know money and their time and their investment um, and then also you can fucking get the items and sell them if you want to make money, right? Like yeah. it's just, it's a cheater's wet dream. You're it absolutely is a right. breeding ground. So, so like, it's just, so yeah, so I don't know, but, uh, but yeah, like that's been, that's been the, the hardest thing for me recently is just like, it feels like, uh, everything is in a bad spot. Like, I don't want to say worst it's ever been because that's like, I don't always remember, you know what I mean? Like how bad things were in the past, but just like audio is like definitely not 1% better. Like not even like it is as bad or worse than it was last wipe. The desync is as bad or worse than it was. The cheating is. And so like all these things are coming together and it's just like, we talked about last week, but it's just like, man, the game, it's just like, it just feels like so few raids these days are beginning to end like legit. You know what I mean? Like, cause even if you win, but you, like you, you react to a guy that you had no audio to you and you flick on him and you win, it's still, you're just like, you just can't trust anything anymore. And, and, and I think that is playing a subconscious part on the community sentiment is that it's all, it's just grading away at everybody that it's, it's all of these things together are making the game just harder to I don't know, I guess play or stick up for or whatever, but it's, uh, yep. it's rough. And then the, the, the last bit, <laughs> I think I've said that like three times already. Um, after it was like literally the day after we had our podcast episode. Um, yeah, I got a couple of DMS on Twitter. I uh, went to go look at him. And then of course I get sucked down looking at the Twitter yeah. black hole that is fucking Tarkov Twitter. And, uh, and I see two posts. One of them was someone saying, uh, I don't know if it's possible, blah, blah, blah. Uh, install some kind of tracking system to scan PC or game files for cheats. <laughs> it's like, okay. And then Nice Guy responded. 
Nice guy responded and said, Nikita said a while back they didn't want to do that. They oh, didn't want to add yeah. invasive anti-cheat. And it's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, like nice guy, maybe, I don't know if, if nice guy's misremembering or if Nikita said that at one point, and this was before Battle Eye or yeah. if it was after Battle Eye and Nikita was, was being dumb or if he was lying or there's like so many things like who's confused who's wrong yeah um and then uh a, a community member that's been around for a while maddie wild responded with i'm glad someone else remembers this i couldn't remember the finer details to tell veritas and i was like remember remember what <laughs> like ba battle eye is it, it, by all definitions an invasive anti-cheat and like did nikita say that because if he did i would call him out for it um yeah but then we went back and forth like three or four times, and I'm like, I have no idea what anybody's saying anymore. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Because it language is ambiguous. And then there was another tweet that one peg responded to, basically being like, it, it might have been about Valorant's anti-cheat or whatever, and it was like the same misconception around like, yeah, they don't want to do this, or they don't. And I'm like, ah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, and then 38 people are like, yeah, yeah, no, this I remember this, and I was like, fuck, everybody's yeah. It just solidifies that everybody's wrong all the time about everything. <laughs> Dude, but that's like how I, yeah, that's basically how I live my life. It's like, I feel like I'm wrong about, I could be wrong about anything at any time. So I'm just like, I don't know. Because exactly, it's just like Nikita said what, when, in what context, and what did he mean? Because he struggles all the time. Like, we've been down this road before where Nikita says something and we all misunderstand it. And then he's, we, he has to be like, whoa, 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 no. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, man, it's, it's, and it's like about something highly technical, like software and software engineer. Like, you know what I mean? That, that very few people actually have, like, what does invasive anti-cheat mean? What exactly does Valorant's anti-cheat do? What does Battleye do? Without the answers to those questions, you can't really say they're not using Valorant's anti-cheat because X. Do yep. you know the answer to all three of those questions? If no shut up <laughs> that's yeah. what i do like because i don't know either so oh it was the same tweet yeah uh one peg said i believe nikita has been against kernel level anti-cheat due to the invasive nature of it i'm not sure if he will change his mind uh but i personally don't mind it that's just me everybody has different opinions like fuck <laughs> uh but luckily, some people responded and said battle i is kernel level for a million dollars i couldn't tell you what a kernel is and at what level it is on my computer for a million dollars. What the hell does that even mean? And I think so many people are where I am. They just aren't willing to say it. Oh, man. I'm not saying one peg doesn't. One peg might. I don't know. I'm just saying that like all these people, I'm just like, I don't know what it, I don't know what it means, man. I don't know. The, the, the simplest way. Yeah. The simplest way to put it um, is, and, and I'll look up like an official definition, but like, if you have root access, kernel access, you've got the master key to the kingdom. Okay. You can read memory. You can see what processes are running. You can look at the file system, like um, kernel level access. The kernel level driver allows the game to monitor any other applications that may be running at the same time, which lets the game's anti-cheat figure out whether a player was using an unauthorized process to manipulate the game. Um, what's kernel level anti-cheat and why should you care? I just, I wanted a non-anti-cheat. Yeah, yeah. Just like but a more all... computer science. And we talked last week about like, 
you were saying that the difference between Battle Eye and Valorant is just that Valorant boots that up and starts looking at when the computer boots up and Battle Eye boots up and starts looking as Tarkov opens. Yep. Yeah. So while processes run in kernel mode, they have unrestricted access to the hardware. Um, so they can do whatever the fuck they want, yeah. which is why people, when they talk about invasive, it's because do you want a Russian company or like Tencent, a Chinese yeah. company with Valorant to be able to read all your files on your computer? Yeah. To read all the memory? Do you want to, you know, that's the the worry. Um, so there's that bit, but then there's also when you have a program that's running at that level, if you have security flaws, there's the potential for some malware, some hacker to access the anti-cheat and use that as a backdoor. And now they have access. Yeah. They've got the keys to the kingdom. So that's another thing. It's another that, uh, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people worry about. Um, I mean, I just don't, you know. I I look at uh, adult websites in incognito mode on a VPN on my MacBook. <laughs> I, I don't touch I'm it good, on my Windows. Bro, I'm I don't good. touch it on my Windows gaming PC. So fucking, you know, yeah. that, that's as good as as I'm gonna get. Yeah. And then the other thing is like, so when we were leading up to our podcast, and I go to the I go to the library to hire assassins on the dark web. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, of course. Wait, but what? Do people go to the library for books though? Um. And then the other thing about it is like, we felt this. So we were getting ready to do our podcast with Nikita with like Clean and stuff like that, and people were already like at Landmark at Clean. You know, you're a coward if you don't talk to Nikita about the cheating problem. Oh like. My God. Like people were adding Desmond and being like, I know clean and freaking landmark won't talk about it. Talk about it. And then nice guy got reamed because he did his Q and a, and he didn't ask about it. And he like preemptively put in his video, like, this is why I didn't ask about it. You know what I mean? And it's like, so funny to me because the people like, if you're in that camp, you know what I mean? Which, once again, I have to qualify. I am very firmly directly in the middle that cheating is terrible and desync is terrible and audio is terrible and it's all terrible and I don't know anything, so it all sucks. I'm sorry. That's all I have. Firmly there. But if you're in the radical side of things where you're like, everybody's cheating, Landmark's cheating, Smitty Stone is cheating, there's cheaters everywhere, why are you tweeting that you want us to ask what, like, Nikita's going to give the exact same response he's given literally every time he's been asked without fail. We are working on it. It sucks. We hate them. They just want to scream into the crowd. Yeah. And they it's don't like, fucking care. They, they wouldn't listen. They're going to yell at Nikita or streamers to talk to Nikita and instantly turn around and yeah. walk out of the room. It's like they're not going to listen for the response. It's like out. yelling at somebody for not asking like the, the, like the, the, politician you hate the most the question at barack obama yeah fucking fix our economy yeah exactly point. Like, it's like you want somebody to ask somebody you don't trust a question they've answered 10 times you hate the answer and you just want to hear it again to mauled that's what like that's what it is they want to hear it from nikita's mouth again so they can mauled even more it's like that's what i don't get it's it's like if you're genuinely just like, hey, we should ask Nikita about it. Maybe you haven't been around the community long enough to hear his 
response, which has literally gone unchanged, you know, every single time. But like the people who are like, you're a coward, you're not going to ask because you're weak. It's like, dude, you're not going to believe the answer. The answers never change. And once again, I'm not even saying that's not me saying BSG is doing a perfect job and doing everything they can. They might be dropping the ball hardcore. But what Nikita's going to say on a live podcast is we're working on it. We are trying our best. We don't want to talk about it too much because we don't want to tell the cheaters what we're doing. In no universe is that not his response. And it's like you're already you've already decided if you're going to believe or not believe that. Right. So it's Dude, like, why do we got to ask? They watch fucking Infowars and they're subscribed to Alex Jones. Jesus and they're Christ. They're just conspiracy theorists. There's no. I'm going to start to do some fucking, I think, like skeptical science, logical, critical thinking content, I think, on my second channel, because <laughs> this is shit that people just need to, like, learn about how how all these things work, the uh, conspiracy theory mindsets, all of the different they, they fucking anti-vax, yeah. um, you know, whatever bullshit. But like there's 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 no it's it's a black hole of logic and thinking and reasoning. And there's. It, it's like the same thing when people are like the fucking United States government. We never landed on the moon. Yeah. Um. The Earth is flat, and they're all keeping it from you. And and then they also, you know, bombed and killed these people, and you know, they genocided this other country. And it's like you're wrong about pretty much all of it. We have done some ding dong, real yeah. bad, fucked up shit. Yeah. But everything you're saying is pretty much wrong. And uh, there's no reasoning with them, and it it's like screaming at a the CNBC news reporter yeah. that he should ask Obama about the sacrificing children at the Freemason Island, you know, to get yep. their blood energy. You know, like you're a coward. Otherwise, you know, yeah. Otherwise, if you don't ask him about the child sacrifices, yeah. So like it's <sighs> it's it's absolutely every way you slice it i think 5g is the solution to the anti-cheat a hundred percent i uh so i i fought i just turned my wife onto internet historian and we watched the the virus the, the virus the first, tales, from, tales the virus. from the virus the first one and she was like gasping for air like seeing all these people like burning down 3g antennas because they thought it was 5g and it was giving them all dude oh my god opening fire on somebody working on like a 3g or an lte antenna like oh fuck unreal crazy. actually side note speaking of uh alex jones did you know that he's been on trial yeah. this has been my my new amber heard johnny depp uh thing. johnny depp addiction um has been I only heard about that yesterday. Yeah. Um that's pretty messed up. Because he said the fucking Sandy Hook thing was a false flag and all the kids that died they they never they weren't real or you know and their parents are actors and it's just the most fucked up thing ever. Just the most fucked up thing ever. Yep. And I hope I hope that he has to pay the 150 million that he's never going to be able to pay and he's a scumbag and he's moved it all into like crypto and yeah. pretended like he's bankrupt and whatever but you should watch it. He's getting Oh, four million in defamation. Well, let's see how that goes. But uh, there's there's more uh, there's more cases out there. But man, yeah, God, I've like I've wanted to see that guy fucking yeah made an example of. 
unfortunately, everybody's going to think that, you know, all of the people that that uh, believe the shit he says already, it's like conspiracy theories. It's the same. Like, that is exactly what will make them believe it even more. Yeah. That proves that there's a deep state conspiracy 100%. to silence him. Yeah. And, and they wouldn't silence him if it wasn't true, right? Because they don't understand defamation and they can't put themselves in the position of imagine if it was real and imagine that you were the parent of a child that got killed and that yeah. some nut job said you were fake fucking lying and acting. Yep. Like violence is never the answer to anything, but I, I don't know how that guy, the father, didn't punch him in the face like 700 times. Yeah. Every time he it, oh. God, it just hurts me. Bro, have you me. seen a few years ago somebody made um somebody took a bunch of uh somebody took a bunch of Alex Jones rants, transcribed them, and turned them into a folk song as lyrics oh. to a folk song, and it is it is hilarious, dude. It is oh absolutely hilarious adam actually sent it to me i'm gonna have i'm gonna have to check that out it's i'll send it to you bro it's hilarious did you did you watch the um the internet historian video on area 51 <laughs> yes dude the set the best part of that video is the segment where he cuts the um joe rogan interview with the dude <laughs> with and he totally he totally cuts it in a way that makes it look like he's like, uh, oh God, they, what the hell did he say? Like, yeah, the, the alien had a big penis and he <laughs> touched it. And then, you know, what? And then Joe Rogan's like, shut up. <laughs> and then he's like, stops talking. Dude, you're, you, you know, you're an idiot. You're, you're an asshole. Bro. And then he's like, kiss me. You know, like it, they just cut it so together to be good. this. And then all of a sudden, then it cuts to, it gets all weird, and then it cuts to him, like, in a fucking cosmonaut suit with, like, weed smoke out of his mouth, and he's just going, like, yep. it's the Dude, fucking it's... most hilarious supercut ever. It's epic. And it's just, like, 90 seconds of the video, and then it just cuts to it, and no, no attention is paid to it. No, it's just, oh, like, for God. the memes. <clears throat> um... Man, how did we get there? I don't know. Uh, 5G. Oh, yeah, 5G. Did it. Other than that, um, it's been pretty It's been pretty chill, pretty normal. Um, where is the... Oh, yeah, this picture. They tweeted out some, like, dev pictures. They've been doing that. They've been, like, back to doing that, like, screenshots from the office and stuff like that. Like, they showed off a new gun, the SR2, which is exciting. And then, like, today, in one of the pictures, it's... um. It's a dude working on a map and it's the inside of a stadium, like arena seats, open top. And so it looks like an arena map for sure. Right. Like mm -hmm. super tiny. Um, and that just like looks sick. Um, so that's cool. And then um, and then I went through nice guys vid and kind of like pulled like some of the, the interesting tidbits and. Um, he was a uh, nice guy asked about the, oh, the Lightkeeper, which once again was apparently supposed to come in with 1212 and then it was supposed to come in midway through 1212 and then it was supposed to come with this pat this wipe and then we don't have them. 
So like apparently Nikita was just like you know soon soon like he just chuckled. You're all and... you're all huffing huffing the tar copium. Dude, a hundred percent. Someone needs to make the copium mask. Nikita on, on Nikita. Nikita's face, and it's just gonna be tar copium. Holy cow! Someone do it right now. Send it to me so that Holy I can add it to Seven TV. Cow. Um, that would be amazing. Uh, so he said, you know, soon, soon on Lightkeeper. I mean, we, we, we knew when the wipe happened that we weren't going to have the Lightkeeper right at the beginning and that they wanted to do some in-game events, but we just didn't know when. And so here we are like six weeks into the wipe, you know, who knows, man. Um, then he asked about streets and Nikita said yesterday, Nikita said streets is still planned for this year. The first iteration. <laughs> A hundred percent. Listen, oh, I am here. God, the copium, this tank. Is, I am it's here running out. to relay information, bro. You, you know, you do with it what you what you choose. But he said that it's uh it's still on track for this year. Uh, he asked about um custom armor hitboxes, and Nikita said that that is like soon soon. Nikita was like, if that's not coming in the next patch, then it'll probably be in the next one, which is like, so he, he, what he said, his response was that they're splitting the two things and that the ability to make customizable rigs where you like take an AVS and you want, you know, four two by twos, you know what I mean? Or whatever. He said that feature is frozen. We've halted development on that. We have more important things to work on, which makes sense. It's, that's one of those things where it's like objectively cool, but we also have so many rigs in the game that like, it's okay if that doesn't ever happen. But yeah. then he said the custom armor hit zones that they're working on hard and that's going to come in the, in one of the next few patches. And that's where like, you know, you're slick, you know, you could get hit in the collarbone and it would count as a thorax hit. You know what I mean? Or the side. Uh, and we still don't know a lot about that where like a lot of the armors in real life put softer plates where you're going to move around and the hardest plates over here. So like, what if a gen four now it's class five armor, but what if it's class two armor on your arms? You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, there's a lot of questions around that because that would radically change the meta flesh rounds would be more usable because you could shoot almost anywhere and potentially hit. Uh, that would be interesting. So that's kind of like a soon soonish thing, which is kind of exciting. Uh, he asked about, uh, radios and okay. So he asked about radio and radio equipment and you and me have talked about this at length and now who knows, obviously, but Nikita's response was perfect because it was exactly like we wanted VoIP to be Nikita's response is like, he said, we're working on some really, really cool stuff with radios, the ability to turn to different frequencies and potentially even, you know, accidentally end up eavesdropping on other conversations but he, Nikita qualified it because like uh, nice guy was doing deep dive videos where he was actually releasing the audio of Nikita's response in some of his videos. So Nikita qualified it and said, but we want to engineer it in a way that it's not a necessary mechanic at all. It's really, if you want to use it, there's a lot there for you to use and it's intuitive, but it doesn't, it's not, it doesn't, you don't have to. And I was like, mm -hmm. perfect. You know what I mean? Because like the last thing we want is like a quest where you have to, you know, radio link up with a random or like somewhere where it forces you to like use these things because some people don't really care. But apparently like they're working on it and doing a lot of like really interesting stuff with it, which is kind of perfect. That's how you and I said we wanted it to be way back. We were like VoIP needs to be separate from radios and then the radios need to be their own thing. 
which can be cool if you want to use it. So that was kind of cool. Um, and then, okay. and then there's uh, apparently like there's a chance that like uh, some of the equipment that in is in game already will be functional. For instance, Bird Eye, his backpack sells for a lot of money to the traders. It's heavy. It's like ten kilos. But it's like the takedown bag where it's only like two or three wide and like six. Like you can't fit much loot in it. But it's got all this radio equipment hanging off of it. And it's really heavy. So like there might be a universe where like that, you know, if you one of your guys in your squad has that, it like increases the range of your radios yeah. or something. You know what I mean? So that could be kind of cool too. Um, uh, there was a little bit of controversy around Arena because the way... Um, the way it was brought up was weird where like Nikita basically was like, you'll be able to take stuff from arena into Tarkov and take stuff from Tarkov into arena. And people were freaking out. Cause they were like, I don't want to be able to like grind arena for a few hours on day one and then hop into my f first raid on a wipe day with like a gen four and a meta mutant. You know what I mean? Um, but Nikita apparently was a little bit more, he was like, there's going to be obvious limitations, but um, confirming that that's like a two-way street, which we kind of always knew. Like, it'd be cool if they were like cosmetics or certain things, not like not not like gear, not like meta gear. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, uh, nice guy asked about unconscious states, and apparently, um, Nikita said that they've been working on that. Nikita said that there will be multiple ways you can knock somebody unconscious, and they're working with that along with the animation department for like the ragdolls and the potential ability to move bodies. And Nikita said, we're really excited about this. It's going to have huge gameplay implications. Like, of course, you know, he says that about everything, but. Oh God, it just, that brings me back to playing when I, when I was playing PUBG back in the day and you get knocked. Yeah. And like, I've never wanted to fucking punch my teammates in the face more than when I'm like, get me up. Dude. Or I'm like, kill the guy. Like my, my health is ticking down and they're just like, you're gonna bandage up real quick. Gotta reload my magazine. I'm like, no, dude, I'm gonna die. Like, yep. yep. I can only fucking imagine or how you, triggering or, that's gonna be. Or the opposite. The guy knocks you, and the guy like walks up to you, and he's just like circling around you, and it's like, just kill me. <laughs> you know, yeah, what I mean? either put me out of my fucking misery, or <laughs> yes, yeah. Uh... So that would be interesting. But once again, you know, it it normally does take itself to its like most meta logical conclusion but i am thinking about like it would be so sick where like you kill a guy and uh oh that's a good one you kill a guy and how many times have you killed a guy and you're like that dude's in a terrible place to loot and you like get behind cover and you can like but you can't quite reach him like how sick would it be to be able to like peek out like grab him and just like yank him back behind cover so you can loot him real quick you know what i mean like yeah. that would be kind of cool you know what i mean um so unconscious states. And then uh, he asked about like map to map travel and stuff like that. And apparently labs is going to have more than because we knew factory and streets led to labs. Like you can gain access to labs that way. But apparently there's going to be like a bunch of other maps connect to labs, which kind of makes sense. And then apparently so they're still working on map to map travel. And Nikita called out specifically that what they're doing is they're working on adding additional extracts to current maps. And those extracts will serve as a way to just get to another map. So that's like phase one of all this, you know, map to map travel, potentially open world one day is that like all of the, 
all of the customs extracts will be like normal, but then there'll be a new one. And if you extract there, you wake up on woods or whatever. You know what I mean? So um, apparently that's in the in the mix too. So that's pretty exciting. Hmm. Well yep. then. Yep. I know you're so excited, man. You're you're huffing the copium hard streets this year. You're gonna hop back in. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, for know. one episode, uh, for one episode, I just, I don't want, I don't want to see anybody whining about me whining. So I'm just not. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, yeah, dude, it's sick, man. I'm super excited. Dude, the last, the last few episodes, actually, you know how many people have come in and just be like, I fucking love the podcast. The last episode oh, yeah. had me rolling. <laughs> I have to say that normally I don't want to make teams or take sides, but I feel like more people are on team Veritas when it comes to the whole fucking hot pocket situation, dude. And I, I'm waiting people... for your, I'm waiting for your twit longer apology, to be honest. I told my wife and even my wife was like, what the fuck? Bro. Well, you know what? <clears throat> Get wrecked. <laughs> I, I had to be, we were in the, we were in the Dunkin' Donuts fucking drive through and I had to be like, okay, babe, wait, I, we, I got to vent to you about something. <laughs> I'm like, I've been thinking about this all day. I'm like, okay, imagine that, imagine like you're eating a hot pocket or the, you have a hot pocket. It's in the microwave. You know, you got it for the fucking two and a half minutes or whatever. You take it out. And I'm like, with that in mind right now, like in no other context, what's the next thing the, that's going to happen? What, what comes into your mind? And she's like, you fucking lava in your mouth. And I'm like, thank you. Okay. And you're like, nope, somebody jumps out behind you and scares you. I was like, no, ima imagine you were going to take a bite out of this fucking magma hot hot pocket. You microwaved it, and then someone came out and startled you. She's like, I don't get it. I'm like, yes, you, but you do get it. I don't, and that's why, and that <laughs> I don't regret anything. I don't regret. No regrets. No regrets. Dog, I, I totally forgot about this until just now. Yeah. Um, did you want to talk about this now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I'm Tarkov. sitting there. That's that's all that's happening in Tarkov land. I'm sitting there and I, you know, go to my fucking my YouTube subscription feed and yeah. Copium and like go ahead and hit the refresh and it's like just, just never anything there. I gotta, I just gotta go back to like these four channels I've been watching and go back to like two years worth of content because there's like nothing good that's been coming out lately. Yeah. Um, but then one of Asmongold's videos was Asmongold reacts to dr disrespects game um so he was watching a video that a dude was playing through and this is actually one of the videos where i'm like i don't want to watch him react to it i want to yeah i don't even want to watch this other guy watch the thing and play through it i'm like i want of just like a no webcam virgin raw yeah gameplay and i want to fucking look at it because part of me got excited yeah that i'm like you know, Doc plays Tarkov. I've got an item in Tarkov. He recently, I, I, one of his mods uh, hangs out here. And uh, and I was like, yo, when he picks up the fucking Veritas pick for the first time, like, you got to clip it and oh, send it to yeah. me. And he did. I saw that, yeah. One of the comments was like, that's anticlimactic. Because he just, like, picked it up. He's like, big money, big money. And he, like, grabs it. And then he gets excited because he gets, like, a lion or something afterwards. Yep. I'm like, there's more money per slot in the fucking car, <laughs> man. You know? But, um... 
but I just wanted mm-hmm. to like, you know, I just wanted to see it because I, you know, used to be a big Doc fan back in the day, Doc and Shroud, sure. um, in the in the PUBG days, um, but and there was controversy around. I didn't hear about it until the whole like NFT thing yeah. got involved, and I actually. For legal reasons, I won't say anything other than I was not consulting, but maybe consulting with something adjacent to that kind of thing. And I stepped away because I didn't want to get involved with any of the crypto, NFT, yeah. anything. Um, so that was like one of the first things that was kind of like a little bit of a disappointment for me because I'm like, oh, yeah, why does it have to be mired in all of this controversial fucking yeah. crypto, NFT bullshit? Like, ugh. Um, but so it looks like the game is it's called was it drop dead drop dead drop i was like drop shot drop zone <laughs> dead zone dead pool <laughs> yeah yep um so dead drop and it wasn't until i, I figured it was going to be a br but then yeah dead drop sounds like a tarkov yeah. kind of thing right so i don't know exactly what it's going to be but He's calling it, seems it like a what people are saying vertical extraction shooter. Whatever that means. What the fuck is vertical? That's what man? he's that's what he's calling it. Jetpack. Apparently the game is going to take place in like the like Tarkov raids, like insert Xville, but like in like skyscrapers to, to to try to get it's always a close quarters combat feel. Oh, like a like a BR, yeah. except rather than a, a closing zone, it's almost You're like floors up. are probably going to get. Yeah, interesting. That's what I've heard, so, but I don't they're know. They're just going to camp the stairways, dude. Yeah, they're what is just what's going to prevent people from just camping the the, yeah. the fucking elevator at the end. That's what I've heard, um, but I don't I don't really know. So yeah, the first thing I saw was it was gameplay from somebody. Yeah, I don't know who it was. It was very, very little. It was essentially like a fucking door opens up. They walk around through like this building back alley kind of dank thing. There's a gun on the wall. He picks it up. It looks like a weird, barely futuristic. Yeah. It looks like what a not in the in 2000, what you would assume yeah. a rifle was going to look like in 2020. Yep. It's like a Starship Trooper, like not a laser gun. Yeah. Not Starship Trooper. I don't remember what those guns look like, but almost like um, what was the the game that was like a fucking cover shooter with like the real gruff, real Gears gruff of daddies. War? Gears of War, where gruff it's like it's daddies, the gruff daddies, dude. Uh, <laughs> that's all I can think about when I think about what's his what's his name? Phoenix. I don't remember what the fucking he's, name was. He's I don't gruff know. Gruff daddy, no. Gruff Daddy, yeah, Leather Daddy, um, Gruff Daddies of War, yeah, with the chainsaws. <laughs> it, it's like it's like futuristic kind of guns, but they're bullet guns. Marcus, yeah, Marcus Phoenix, same thing. They Gruff both Daddy, it's all the they same. both have vowels and consonants. Um, yeah, so uh, but like, so here's what here's what the the playthrough was, and at first I thought it was like an official teaser. Yeah. I don't know if it was or not, or if it was just like a either like a leak or they're, you know, maybe they were allowed to release something. But it was essentially the dude, like the elevator door opens up. The dude walks over to the rifle, which is kind of goofy looking. It's got like ugly kind of iron sights. The graphics are okay. Like they're, they're not amazing. They're not, they're not as good as Tarkov even, but they're like not bad. They're just like, you know, not super 
exciting. Oh, his last name is Phoenix with an F. Gotcha. So I wasn't, I wasn't way yeah, far off. Way um, and then he goes into like the next room, and it's this big long room with a bunch of boxes and like a couple of targets, like pop up targets. Yeah, like firing range. And it was like at first I was appalled. I was actually mad because watching watching through the whole thing, I'm like, if this was an official kind of gameplay teaser, yeah, or not even gameplay teaser, not like a trailer, but more of like a here's just like a quick, you know, state of the game kind of thing. I had mixed mixed feelings because it was almost like it's either a really honest showing of the current state of the game or it was the most inept like tone deaf <laughs> preview because the first thing the guy does is he goes over to a light on the on the and he shoots it and it doesn't break. So I'm already like you fuck I'm like you fucking idiot. And then he goes up to a box, tries to jump onto it and can't jump onto it. And I'm like incredible. I'm like what the fuck? I'm just thinking about incredible. First of all, I was thinking about Tarkov and then I was thinking about Tarkov and then I was thinking about how much Doc used to bitch about not being able to like jump and move and how triggering that was for him even in like H1Z1 and all that stuff. And I'm like can't shoot out the light. Can't fucking jump on the box. One of the first things you see is he goes outside and there's a helicopter and the dude unloads a magazine, the helicopter, and there's like no bullet registration. Like the, I, I expected it to f- start smoking and blow up and go down. Nothing fucking happened. Um, yep. And then like he just does like seven things that are all like they just look like either they're not done. They're yep. things that were overlooked. I still don't know if if I didn't watch anything other than that one because I first of all got disappointed. Yeah. Because the gunplay looked weird. It's hard to know without doing it. Of course. It's hard to know without, you know, putting the gun in your mouse hand and shooting it to know how, like, the recoil feels. For sure. It looked like it had, like, a little bit of a jump. And then after, like, the fourth or fifth bullet, it went to, like, the right and then climbed a ton. Yeah. That was if you just, like, hold mouse one down. Um, which could be, like, could be cool. For with, sure. It's, like, a balance of, like... It lets you shoot more than one bullet without the recoil being totally uncontrollable, but you can't spam. So it's like an interesting balance. So so here's the deal. Here's my what that was was called a snapshot. If you have one of the NFTs, you get access to a new snapshot, a new playable snapshot. Every six weeks. From now until the game comes out. And I have a problem with making that promise when the game is six months into development. You know what I mean? Like, well, it's, it's trivial to give you a snapshot. It just might be that the next 10 we give you are all the fucking same. Maybe, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like, what does that mean? How different are they going to be? The whole idea is we are going to build the game with you and it's going to be direct feedback uh, and you're going to help us do it. And, you know, it's, but I got to see if I can get involved in this. But so I got to like reach out. But you got to buy the NFT, one of the NFTs to get involved. I'm, I'm fine to fucking, I don't care about yeah. the NFT. I don't give no, a fuck. I don't really care uh, either. I pay the $50 to get involved in a Tarkov-like game just to be involved and to have yeah. potentially communication with the devs, you know, yeah. and whatever. I'm not saying, um, I'm not here to, I don't care at all about NFTs. And I, I don't care what you think about NFT commenter right now. Like, I don't, I don't care. Like, but it's just interesting, like, it's just a weird, I want it to be great. I want it to be great. Well, of course, why wouldn't I want it to be great? You know what I mean? But I just like, I guess I'm just, there are some red flags where it's like, they're showing it really early. I feel like in the game, in the, in the, 
gaming world, we've heard, we've been burned by that. Like we want to develop it with you. We want it, all this stuff. It just makes me think like how much of the dev team, like six weeks, how much can you accomplish in a game in six weeks? How much of that six weeks will be put into building the next snapshot build? You know what I mean? In like six weeks, they could probably have another gun. They yeah, could probably so... have a slightly, a couple of mechanics and another gun. I mean, six weeks is enough if you have a focused enough development team and they're competent to that's 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 enough time to make interesting it's not things that yeah, like I, I don't would know would be would be compelling sales points to like broadcast yeah. out to everyone like look at all the progress we made but for sure you know that would that's something that whenever i worked at software teams providing a six-week update to like the fucking cto of the company or whatever and you do a yeah. demo and you show the new things i mean yeah that's that totally just reasonable. feels a little bit more nuanced than like basically what they said is everybody that bought an nft gets unrestricted access to the snapshots meaning they can stream them meaning every six weeks you're going to see that happen youtube mm -hmm. will be flooded by people playing the game publishing their own footage and it just seems like a lot and it's like how long is that gonna go how long until nobody cares I don't know. I'm 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 a little skeptical of it. I obviously want it to be great. I want more games to do well. I want more games to be fun. I want more games to deliver on promises. I want more games to push the genre of extraction-based shooters forward. I want it all to be great. Doc has obviously been hilariously vocal on map design and stuff like that in other games and stuff. Uh obviously he worked on some old Call of Duty maps. Um so yeah, I just don't know. I don't know. Did you see, though, the Easter egg on the gun? No. Okay. Oh Semi-auto on the gun, the fire selector switch, it said, yeah, yeah. And full auto was, yeah, 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 yeah. It, like, read across uh, the gun. It was so, it was, I was like, that's actually pretty that's, cool. That's pretty fucking yeah, funny. Yeah, it's cool. But, yeah, like, otherwise, like, the 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 iron sights were kind of shitty. Um, yeah. The, the the sound of the gun and like the recoil was kind of not exciting. And then the, the other thing, another thing that triggered me is like, if I was doing a demo like that, I would go full smoke mode. Like whenever I used to do immersion raids and make it look like, you know, 100% was free looking around and walk over to the you slowly and grab the gun. And if there was a button to look at the gun, I would examine it and then. I would do as many takes as I needed to. If there's five targets for me to go pop, 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 headshot, headshot, headshot. Yeah, yeah. The dude was like, miss, miss, headshot. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, God, this is so painful. Again, I was yeah. sort of under the impression that I'm like, this was. You're a watching marketing material. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I had watched like the, the beginning of the the reaction video, which was like from a guy who was showing a video. Yeah. And then a, a, and, and they all have the same beginning. Yes, yeah. I'm sure it's like not a cutscene, but like the elevator doors open yeah. up and the guy walked. So I just assumed that it was like they released a teaser and everybody was showing the teaser off. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I just mean be like, this is what they fucking like. Who like, signed off on this? Yeah, like especially especially Doc because he's so critical of all these things. Yeah. And I I've agreed with him on a lot of the things that he's been critical of For in sure. in other games, whether it's the Call of Duty games, whether it's all the other BRs whether it's Tarkov when he played Tarkov um, that, you know, I was kind of like finally somebody who potentially copium might have an eye for game design without yeah. being a corporate EA lowest common denominator, you know, whatever. Yeah. Like he would be the guy that when everybody else would be like, we're going to go the route that, you know, 
it's this tone deaf thing that we think we know what people want and it's always just yeah. the same recycled bullshit that he would be like, no, unacceptable. Like, that's what I would assume. For sure. We'll see. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. I hope it's good. I want it to be great. Like, that's the thing, man, is that like, I don't want anything to fail. You know, people are like, oh, Call of Duty's DMZ mode is going to this, that, or the other. It's like, dude, I hope it's great. I hope it's dope. Yeah. I hope it's something new and fresh and that they got some cool dudes on it, man. Like, my expectations... There's no reason to want bad games exactly. for anybody. Exactly. So, like, my expectations are, like, at a neutral. It's like, we'll see. We'll see when we get some more material about it. We'll see as the game progresses. But I hope it's great, man. I really, really do. NFT or not, whatever you like, you know, or hate about that or not, you know, we'll just see. I hope, I hope it's good. I hope it's fun. You know, he's kind of putting his money where his mouth is you know I mean? he's the guy that's always like i could do this better you know what i mean so it's like all right like let's see yeah and my understanding too is that like is that there won't be any nft related at least this is what i believe has been said the game is not going to have anything to do with nfts it's just like the founders kind of pre-order get yeah. involved early to help with the quote-unquote fucking you know development process and feedback it happens to also be an NFT. And then you could buy and sell those avatars because your what your NFT is is like a character in the universe with like a distinct yeah, facial so. hologram. And so like, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm imagining that when the game releases, you can buy the game for 60 bucks and just play the game. You know what I mean? But that there will be this thing kind of amended at the end of it. Like if you want to engage with that side, you can. Yeah, and I think it's I, at least... I. <sighs> That's about as far as I'm willing to go. I'm willing to accept. Yeah. Before, you know, if they had like microtransactions that were to buy skins that were NFTs and whatever, that's when special weapons there was, that were NFTs only 10 people could have like or it was like digital real estate. You could buy this. And because then you're just preying on people's fear of missing out on their gambling habits and speculation about things that aren't fucking real, provide yeah. no you know whatever yeah, intrinsic value not even gonna fucking go there like i even i even found myself for a split second being like i will i want to get in on this whether the game is dog shit or not because there are people that six months after it comes out will pay me 500 dollars for the thing i paid 50 bucks for yeah for sure which dude. is what which is what most people who get involved in nfts don't give a fuck about the digital avatar they don't care about owning the fucking real true ownership of an image what they want is something that they think they can sell to some other person later on. That's some other person thinking that they're going to be able to buy it and so sell it to yeah. someone else for more later on. But, 100%. but yeah, I mean, fuck. Digital I, we are, I, Beanie I, Babies, man. At least Beanie Babies you could fucking play with as a kid. <laughs> yeah, that's um, true. But yeah, that, that's further than I wanted to go about NFTs. I'm sure that we've yeah. been a fucking alienate seven people in the comment section or whatever, but 100%. Yeah. Um, Dude, I did forget one thing. If you if you are looking for really quickly back to Tarkov, if you are looking for some Tarkov fun, I don't know how much like funds you have and then gear, but I did my first funds like in game. Yeah, I've got thirteen thousand rubles and my inventory is empty. I, I'm gonna reset yeah. if as soon as I play, I'm gonna just reset. Oh yeah, I did my first proper day of offline co op yesterday. And it was so fun, <laughs> dude. You wait. Why do funds matter there? Uh, because you have to build a kit. 
Like you would have to have a kit, like a like a fun oh, kit. You know uh, what I mean? Like, 13. so you meant me specifically, yeah, not no, like you specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> I basically like effectively raid deleted everything on yeah. purpose. Yeah. But like you could, like if you wanted to, with your homies, with your like 150 people that stick with you, watch the track meeting. If you were like, yo, we're gonna play some Tarkov offline labs everybody hop in we're just gonna because you can get up you can get up to the maps maximum in at a time so we you were, need a key card yeah you do need a key card for labs but you can any other map you can go we were going 12 deep into raids and like it was bear key's birthday yesterday so we were playing it was a bunch of people it was like lupo and darkness and trey and me and it was just like uh, amethyst all these awesome people and we were doing like like we were doing uh we had the new break action single load that shoots the Mosin ammo and we would line up six and six and we would put our walk speed on uh, zero, like all the way down and we would just hold W and it was just one shots. It was like civil war style where you're trying to point fire, no ADSing. And it was like hilarious. We were doing hide and seek where everybody would bring in a kit that could fit in a pilgrim. And then everybody would drop the pilgrim. You'd pick up a random pilgrim. We'd all split. And she would shoot a flare and we would just fight. And it was just like last man standing. And uh holy fuck, that is that bro. I, I couldn't I could one hundred percent main that yeah. in my fucking game. <laughs> yeah. We were we did uh we did like uh hide and seek where we were doing somebody had like a meta kit and all the rest of us had just Mosins, naked with Mosins, and we all hid in a shoreline one wing. We picked East Wing and we were all hiding. And the dude was running around trying to find us. And if you can Mosin the guy, then you become the monster. You you take up all the stuff and you start looking for everybody. Like, can you imagine nighttime on Shoreline where it's you pick one floor and one wing or one wing, yep. whatever floors, and everybody on the uh, like Mike Myers, where everybody has to have just the knife, yeah, the cultist knife and the fucking pumpkin, yeah, helmet, 100%. and you hide in a room and. Yeah, you can go in with like a Taz with the worst ammo, 100%. and then the other guys have to chase you around, or or a pistol like a, yep. a fucking Makarov. Yep. We like, did. Can you imagine uh, getting chased around at nighttime by the fucking? Oh, that would. Be we hilarious. did uh, impact nades only. Everybody had four, and when she would shoot a flare, we would just all try and impact nade each other. It was so fun, dude. And like, and and you don't have to do memes. Like, you can you check at the beginning whether you want like the the person who's like leading the group checks at the beginning do you want to start as a group or not so you could oh, okay. you could just be like but you can't turn scavs off you can't turn scavs off no what the fuck like i why? don't know i don't know such but, a good idea and then such a brain dead yeah. idea now we really didn't run into many and none of us really had any armor when we did so it wasn't that big of a deal but like you could literally just perma run with one labs key card 12 mans on labs where you just don't click start as group and it's just like rip it and then like as soon as you die you start queuing up so if you have like 20 or 30 people waiting to queue in with you if you died halfway through you just start up another thing once it gets to 12 people load in and you could never lose gear never die to cheaters and just perma run offline labs and just have a blast dude so I we had that. I had so much fun, and I was like, there, dude. "Well, there goes ninety five percent of the fucking Tarkov population. They're all gonna do that. Uh, yeah, they're, they're, the servers are gonna start up. That's just gonna be like, this is the game mode. This is what we want to do. Here's the Discord for whatever. There and, are people uh, who just hang out looking for a group in the mm -hmm. offline labs lobby. They just they're just waiting for somebody to invite them. Just have fun, just to play offline.
It's nuts. Yeah, I bet. I bet you half of them don't even fucking know that you like don't keep the gear. They're like all excited. <laughs> yeah. I saved up. I saved up for a lapse card for two months. I'm Maybe. gonna go in, and, and then they find the Lettics and get so excited and get back to their stash yeah. and don't have it. And they're like, "What the fuck? A cheater stole it from me." <laughs> There's like discords of people running offline, attorneys and stuff like that. So like, it's cool, man. And so that made me think. I was like, "That's how to like if you ever wanted to shake off the dust and like, you know what I mean? And like, yeah, like like you could do it." all day long with one key card no cheaters just fun i'm I, i'm honestly would be more interested in like having fucking people who's like a level level one strength level 51 strength level 25 oh, yeah. strength all run side by side oh, i'll act as the camera you to can do, do science like you can do all sorts of stuff like that the thing is yeah. the only thing is is that they have to have eod um in order for you to invite them and uh and you can't turn the scavs off, but like, there's a lot, there's a lot of fun to be had. There's a lot of science to be had. There's a lot of like, you know, um, just like cool stuff to do tournaments or like tr trying out new maps or like new guns or new builds or so, uh, it was, maybe I, uh, it was fun, dude. It was fun. I, I had, uh, the last 48 hours has been interesting because I have a bunch of, content ideas still for a bunch of other things and then now this vampire survivors i want to do the fucking <laughs> this is the run um and then it's one thing to be sick of tarkov and then go back to go to track mania it's another thing to have like a third game because now all of a sudden it's like i almost feel like I'm actually becoming maybe a variety streamer in a way. Like when you yeah. play one game and then move to something else and you play that full time to expecting that, like at some point, maybe you'll go back to the other thing or, you know, I wouldn't call myself a variety streamer there, but now that I'm playing that game and I'm starting to think like, Oh, you know what? I might want to try out the new update to yeah. the power washing sim. And I might want to do that. I'm like, huh? And then the Am funny I thing is, is that like, I, I switched over to fucking Vampire Survivors from Trackmania the other day and my viewership doubled and it was like weird. Like it's just <laughs> yeah. so it's just so weird. Um yeah, it, I'm I feel like I'm in kind of like a weird, yeah. a weird spot now where it's like this could maybe work. For sure. And now I part of me kind of regrets making the second channel because now I don't fucking care about how my Tarkov content performs. Mm. Before I was worried about losing subs and having it affect my Tarkov content, but now that I have no desire to do Tarkov content, now it's like, well, fuck, now I have all these videos I really like, and they're performing well considering the channel had 100 subscribers, you know, a yeah. couple months ago, but like, well, maybe they would have performed better on my main channel with 100-something thousand subscribers, and now it's like, well, now I can't switch over now because then I'm going to lose all the people that I just gained in a yeah. totally new... So, and, and now whenever I make content, it's like, where do I put it? Yeah, I get that. And that's a weird question because there's ways to make both work and there's, I don't know which one is the optimal way. And yeah, that's, that's interesting. And I totally get that. And I think that that's cool. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, it made me think of you because I was like, this is how Veritas would have fun on Tarkov again. But like, if you're a dude, if you're vibing, man, like having fun with all these other games, like that makes a hundred uh, so much sense you know what i mean but i was just like whenever you do want to come back i had so much fun and i was like man no, imagine fucking... veritas being able to just permanently run labs and never have to worry about if the key card's in stock never have to re-kit 
never yep. have to worry about dying to a cheater. Like it's if you want to play with the same kit every raid, you can do that, right? 100%. Like 100%. How annoyed I people. was because you'd buy the three fucking mutants and then it's like I just want to play with a mutant right now. Yep. Like, you yep. know, um once again so, with 30 or 40 and that's and that's the other part of it is you have the community too. With 30 or 40 people live wanting to game with you, it would literally be die, get back in the lobby, invite, 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 queue. Die back. I mean, like, what? Every time. Imagine all night. Imagine, all your keybinds are there, right? All your gear is exactly. Eight hours of never having to buy anything in this video game. What does that even feel like? There's no queue time. There's no, like, you're not going to be, if I'm playing with friends and then I die every raid, I'm still going to have fun. Like, hundred percent. it's not triggering. You're like, ah, oh, Lennon, you know, it's yeah. it's just like, yeah, imagine, bro. Um, well, I guess there is uh, probably a short queue time. It's, yeah, it's maybe, not It long. has to allocate servers for you or whatever, it but always still, hits like, you, yeah. It always hits you with a, like, it hit us every time. It was like, uh, Loading server load is high. It's going to be a while. For like eight oh, okay. seconds, and then it would just throw us into a game. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that's definitely, definitely has potential. Um, yeah. And one of the other things, too, because there's been, I'm actually really surprised at how many people, either in the comments of the last video or have come into the stream and said, Where's the fucking Veritas React content? Oh, um, hell yeah. So, so there was actually two ideas, two things there. One is, I very well might do some of that long form 30 40 minute watching a video react to it it'll probably go up on my second channel again people are like you have a second channel it's yeah. if you come to my twitch chat and you do exclamation point youtube i have a main channel a second channel and a music channel yes um the music channel is where i put all my music i have like literal like live four instrument playthroughs of fucking prog rock songs and all kinds of shit um but uh but yeah so i they would probably go up on the the satire v channel the second channel um satire v is veritas backwards in case anybody doesn't <laughs> it's, know it's that deep it's just yeah. veritas backwards um but uh but yeah if you want to see that then comment on this youtube video with like the title of a video you oh, want me yeah. to watch whether or not it's a fucking internet historian video or whatever, or it's someone who made a Tarkov video that you might think is wrong or right or controversial or entertaining or whatever. Yep. I, I would, I will absolutely do it if enough people have enough good ideas for videos that I would want to sit through and would yeah. have something to, you know, to either be entertained by it or to comment on um, for sure. And then the other idea I had is maybe I know everybody's going to fucking say yes to this, but, if there were any like longer, maybe potentially controversial Tarkov related things, or let's say a a, pre a gameplay preview of Doc's game comes out, we could do a joint, yeah, um, reaction like where it's our two reaction. cameras and we're watching the video, and then one of us can just pause whenever any of us want to talk about it, like, and then that could just go up on the podcast channel. Yep. Honestly, I think there's yeah, I think there can be some cool stuff we can do with the podcast stuff um on the channel i'm i'm big about that i'm about that so yeah comment down below what you guys would want to see what you guys think if there's something you want v to react to or us to do i think that'd be sick dude i'm fucking you see me i'm sweating i oh can't imagine God. it's like 71 so, degrees in my room right now it's it's yeah probably 83 84 Ugh. i'm i'm sweating my eyes are all puffy 
Oh. Uh, well, last thing. Are you going to TwitchCon? When is it? October something. Tickets just went on sale. Um, It's my first yeah, con. Yeah, probably. Yeah, unless, like, are you going? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll, I'm... Oh, yeah. I'm Unless like monkeypox kills everybody, like, um, I'm I'm definitely down. I'm definitely down to go. Uh, I'm gonna be going to Hawaii for the first time. I'm gonna be gone for like ten days. Oh, uh, I'm not gonna say when, you know, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but but yeah. So I'm excited for that. That's dope. That's freaking yeah, awesome. I've, I've never been. Yeah, uh, me either. But yeah, no, fuck, dude, that'll be awesome. Uh, TwitchCon, I'm excited. Yeah, dude, I've never been to I've never been to any con. I've never been to TwitchCon. Like when I finally like was like big enough into the Twitch community to go was 2020, and then they canceled everything, which is very understandable. And so October 7th through 9th, apparently tickets just went on sale yesterday, and uh, I'm pumped. Oh hell yeah! Never no, I'm been excited. to West Coast. Never been to TwitchCon. Oh dude, it was so awesome. My Airbnb was like this fucking like biodome building on the like a mountainside and it was like $98 a night it was like fucking <laughs> what? it was like ridiculous um it was gorgeous and it was only like 15 20 minute drive to the that's so sick the place and i had like a a nice jeep drive back and forth so i didn't have to worry about like fucking uber or anything yeah. but uh but yeah what one of my favorite nights there was uh hanging out at a bar with uh with a bunch of people from the community, um, including like Markstrom, just chilling with Markstrom, having beers with them. Like it was so cool. Yeah. And, and hanging out. Uh, I think that was probably when I met Tweak, who I was surprised is like fucking 6'4 or something. He's a big boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Tweak yeah, is and, coming. And Pep, I think Pep and is coming. The, yeah, yeah. There was, it was so much fun meeting everybody. Yeah. So I'm excited. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I'm gonna go play another fucking hour of Vampire Survivors, and then as soon as I walk up like seven stairs and open up the door, I'm hit with a wall of air conditioning. And you're just like, yes, yes, yeah. Um, but yeah, cool, man, dude. Hell yeah, get that Vampire Survivors. Um, I'm gonna go die in some Tarkov most likely. Um, but yeah, good stuff. A lot of like little Tarkov things, but nothing crazy, dude. So we'll, uh, I don't know, man. We'll see. More of the same, but a lot of cool other stuff going on, too, outside of that. I want to check out the new Star Citizen patch. Me and Sealable are working on crafting. Scam Citizen. Scam yeah, Citizen. we're working on crafting experience that, so we can pull you back in. So we're just like, Joe, just hop in, join us, and we'll take you on an adventure. You don't have to worry about anything. So just. I, I can't wait to watch some more fucking Star Citizen Jesse content. Hell yeah. Um, But yeah. That's about it. Thank you guys so much for hanging. Um, definitely, like we said, comment down below if you want to see Veritas react to anything or if you want to see any other cool podcast content. Um, yep, this will be live early next week. If there's any other crazy news, just keep an eye on Twitter, Battlestate Twitter, or our Twitters or something like this. We do this live. Once again, I do, I'm do. i still telling people this a lot. We do this live on Veritas' channel on Thursdays. Whoa, 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 dude. 60. Fucking <laughs> dripping, dripping with condescension. <laughs> Dude, what is it? God, how fucking rude are uh, you? I don't remember what it was. Yeah. Um We record the podcast. We do the podcast live on Thursday at 6 30. Period. God, you fucking asshole. Wow, what a dick. Um, 
But thank you guys for hanging with us. We appreciate all the love. We will definitely see y'all on the next one. Peace. <laughs>